Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the fourth episode in our Ted Lasso series. And today's quote is brought to us not by Ted, but by Keely Jones, another one of my favorites from the show. This is not really a profound quote or really even a quotable quote, if you will. But in the episode that she said this, I'm again, no spoilers. I will not say anything about the episode, but this, her saying this really touched me and it really hit me in all the good ways. And so I wrote it down and this was months ago, but I wrote it down. And then this week something happened that really brought me straight to this quote. So I'm going to say the quote and then I'm going to talk about what happened this week. So in one of the episodes, Keely is talking to another one of the characters on the show and she simply says, don't worry, you've got this. And if you don't have this, just call me. Yeah. Now imagine her saying this in her awesome British accent that I can't do. I wish I could do a great British accent, but I can't. So it sounds much better coming from her, but she says it in such a way of just so encouraging to her her friend and also so comforting to her friend to say, look, I know you have this, but if you don't, I'm here. Just call me because I'll get this with you is basically what she was saying, which was so awesome. Earlier this week, I got a text from a woman that I've known for years and have admired for years who lives up in Boston, and she was in town for the week for a conference, the 3% conference, which is if you are in the advertising or marketing industry, you probably have heard of it, and it's an amazing conference. I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's an organization that started about a decade ago to help increase the number of women leaders and executives in the advertising and marketing space. So something that's near and dear to my heart. But anyway, long story short, this woman reached out to me and said that she was in town from Boston at the conference and had an extra ticket and invited me to meet her and her team there, which was incredible and amazing. And I was so excited, A, to be able to attend the conference and B, to be able to see this woman that I haven't seen in years. And it was everything you would expect it to be. It was incredible. It was amazing. So she had her assistant send me the information. She had reached out to me on Monday afternoon. The conference started Tuesday morning. So it was kind of a quick spur of the moment, spontaneous thing, which I think I've mentioned in the past. I love those types of things. So I click on the link to register for the conference and I'm filling out all the information. And after I get through the basic name, address, phone number, yada, yada, I scrolled down a little bit and there was a section in the registration form that stopped me in my tracks. And it's one of those things that I've learned have occurred quite often and quite unexpectedly um, through this divorce process. 
And I think you guys might remember in one of my previous episodes, sometimes I refer to them as FGPs or fucking gut punches. Um, Sometimes they don't really punch me in the gut. Sometimes they just take my breath away in that it's so surprising how emotional it makes me. And in those cases, I kind of refer to them as just another casualty of divorce. So as I scroll down and I'm filling out this registration form, I get to a section where I have to fill out my in case of emergency contact. You guys, this is the first time since I've been divorced or even down this divorce journey that I've actually had to fill some sort of paperwork out where I've needed to provide an in case of emergency contact. And it immediately made me sad. It immediately brought tears to my eyes and it immediately made me just realize that I no longer have that automatic in case of emergency person. And that hit me hard, like so hard. Of course, I have friends who who live in town and who I can put down. And, and I did. I had several friends to choose from. And I actually didn't even call them up or ask them on Monday afternoon that day because I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth without crying. I, I'm not sure why this one hit me so hard, but every time I thought about asking someone if they would be my my in case of emergency person, I just started sobbing. And even before I got all three words out of my mouth, and I think it was a combination of, of things. It was the realization that I have to pick another in case of emergency person. It was the realization that the person that was that role in my life for over 23 years is now no longer and not even an option. And it was this thought of how could I ask somebody to do that? It felt really big and really heavy in that moment of, I know my friends love me, but that feels like a big burden for some weird reason on that day. It felt like putting someone else in that box, their name and their phone number, was asking someone to have a big responsibility on their shoulders that really shouldn't be theirs. I don't know. It was it was a weird, stressful feeling for me because I thought, okay, if I faint or pass out, no big deal. But what if there's like a big car accident? Or, you know, of course, my I go down the rabbit hole and my head starts spinning and I go down all the, the possibilities of the what ifs, which we never should go down, right? Those what ifs are just a a nightmare. But I just started thinking, how could I ask someone to drive all the way downtown Atlanta if something happens to me to come help me? That just felt really like a lot and a lot to ask, which it never feels like a lot when you're married because it's just a given, right? You're in case the emergency person is your spouse, period. And it just, you never think about it. But when you actually have to think about who that person is or should be or could be, it was tough. My case of emergency person in the big scheme of life is my sister. And of course, she would always take care of the big things and she's there, but she lives in a whole different state. So she's not my local in case of emergency person. So it hit me hard when I had to fill that out. 
So I put my friend's name down, knowing she would absolutely do it and wouldn't mind whatsoever. But I couldn't ask her or tell her about it until the next day because I couldn't get the words out. And I realized the next day that this is just one of those casualties of divorce. This is just one of those things that happens in the course of separating your life from someone else. It's one of those things that you don't really expect and you don't plan ahead for because it's one of those things you just don't think of until you have to think of it. I guess it's good that I don't spend so much time trying to plan out or think about all the things that are going to have to happen. But because I don't do that, when they sneak up on me like they did this week and present themselves in the form of a conference registration, sometimes it can take your breath away. And to that, I say it's okay to let that breath be taken away for a bit. I needed to spend the next 24, 48 hours really crying about it and grieving the loss of my ice, if you will, and also thinking about the gratitude that I do have for having so many people in my life that would gladly and so graciously step into that role for me. And now being a few days in, that's the part that brings tears to my eyes, not in a gut-punching heartbreak way, but in just a full-on gratitude way. When I think about the reaction of my friend when I asked her, told her the story and asked her about it, it, it does. It just makes me cry from gratitude. And I'm so thankful to have friends like that in my life. And I know that, you know, I asked this one person, but I know that I have many, many friends that would gladly be that person for me. So it's been, it's been a week, you guys. It's been, it's been an emotional roller coaster of a week. I'm not going to lie. But one thing that also happened on that same day at the conference, the woman that I was able to meet and see after several years, she was introducing me to her team and she was telling some stories from our past and she was telling some stories about me and the things that she talked about, I had forgotten and it reminded me of the type of woman that I was a few years ago. She reminded me that I have really good instincts and she reminded me that I have good judgment and she reminded me that I am fearless at times and I'm willing to step into a room and ask questions even of people who are in leadership positions or that I highly respect and and think that they are experts in what they do. But sometimes I also know that I have questions or I think something slightly differently. And she reminded me of that. And honestly, that's something I've kind of forgotten over the past couple of years. And I am so grateful for the few hours I got to spend with her and her team and meeting these, these amazing women. I'm so grateful for the reminder that she gave me of who I really am and how strong I am and how confident I used to be. I think when we as women go through a big change in our life, I'm going to say divorce right now because that's the big change I'm going through, that it is so easy to forget who you were 
to lose your confidence. It's so hard to think about how you actually are growing and learning to be a stronger and more confident woman. And it's so beautiful when out of the blue, you get a text from someone you admire and get to spend a couple hours with them. And in a very weird and random coincidence, in just a couple sentences, they can bring all that confidence back and they can repair a lot of self-doubt that you've been feeling for a while. And that is such a beautiful and amazing thing. So to Kelly Fredrickson, I just want to say thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the hug. Thank you for the, the introductions to your team. And thank you for the reminder of who I used to be and who I still am. And to my In case of emergency person, thank you for always being there. To all my friends who would be there and be my in case of emergency people, I am so thankful to have you in my life. If you don't have a circle of friends who would be more than happy to be your in case of emergency people, I really, really hope that is something you can focus on moving forward and try and find those people. And really, you just need one person. It doesn't have to be a spouse. It doesn't have to be someone that you've known for years. It just needs to be someone you trust. And I know that can be really scary and really hard to reach out and build those relationships. But you guys, it's so important. It's so necessary because you never know when you're going to need them. And you never know when life is going to sneak up on you and really just slap you in the face. So having people in your life who can pick you back up, who can hold you up, who can build you back up, who can remind you of who you used to be, and who can lift you up to the person you want to be, that's who you need to surround your life with. That's what you need to focus on in your life. And that's that's what you need to really think about every single day. And if you've already gone through a big hard change, if you are on the other side of it, oh, sweet baby Jesus, please be the woman that turns around and helps the rest of us out. Be the person to lift that other woman up. Be the person to pick that person up. Be the person who reminds another woman how amazing and beautiful and strong she is. Use your confidence, use your abilities, use the lessons that you've already learned by walking through a hard journey and a hard change to help someone else. So that's really all that matters. If you're in it, if you're going through it, reach out and find women who can help you. If you've already gone through it and you're on the other side, turn back around and be that person for someone else to help them through it. Please, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to ask of you this week. And if we all can focus on one of those two things, depending on the places we are in our lives, and really, really be intentional about looking for those opportunities, then they're going to come our way. And if you don't believe me, listen to last week's episode, because that's where we talked all about it. The more you think about things, the more you focus on things, the more the universe brings them into your life. I promise. 
So to wrap all this up, I just want to say thank you for this community for always being there. Uh, You might not be there in my emergency situations, but trust me, you guys are there for me. And I love everything about what we're building together here. So I thank you for that. Thank you for all the strong women in my life that lift me up, that build me up. And I hope that you guys find someone like that in your life. And if you already have a person like that, please thank them. Please tell them how grateful you are for them and what what they mean to you, because that's so important. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does, and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. It's okay. I won't mind.